listen, AJ, I don't, I don't even want to talk about this, this amazing thumbnail. Like we can just skip oh, right God. past the conversation of the amazing thumbnail. We all know it's beautiful. <laughs> we all know there's so much going on and it's like just some stunning artwork by developers out there. The most important thing I think before we start the show is to give a little shout out to people who support the show. And one of them, you know, you know how long it takes us to get to tips sometimes, like when we're in the middle of a good discussion and then like eventually uh, we're like, oh, we got to get caught up on these tips. Well, this one took us two days to get to. So my apologies and shout out goes to Dimash Mash for the $5 tip on Wednesday's show. Uh, saying, wow, this is the first time it's <laughs> ever happened before. Hey, uh, he says, thanks for the info. And, and Dimash, thank you for thank you for your patience. If we ever, ever, ever don't give you a shout out or anybody a shout out for their tip, don't hesitate to in the chat go, hey, read my tip. Like just kind of like be like, oh, we somehow we missed that. And on the yeah, similar. If you're on the if you're on the tip train, you you earned it. That's right. You know? Uh, two, similar two, notion. Get... Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten, starting the show off with a two dollar tip. Says must have accessory for NG VR integrated barf bag. Well, with the face haptics, there'll be no need for a barf bag because you know I know you think you're real slick, Brian, but what? I know you made this stuff. <laughs> Wait, me. I know you think you're real <laughs> slick, Brian. <laughs> we all know that you made this thumbnail either for two reasons: one, to spite me, or or two. Because you were jealous of my uh, no, Sony we're, dropping bombs. We're, we're just, I, we're I made it. Page one up it. We're taking a page out of Polish Paul's book. We're doing the Polish Paul thing. It's clickbait, Let's, baby. I, 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 think, I made uh, it. I made it because my nickname around here is Slicker McSlickerstein. I don't think you knew that. Oh, wow. Is that because you're so uh, slick? So, so it's slick. No, it's because you think guys, you're I, so slick. It's I really think we think should. Uh, so I, th I think we should really start the show. Guys. Oh, let's talk to show. Oh, sure. Freak out here. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and thank God it's Friday. Woo! Boy, I'm so happy it's Friday. My name is Brian Paul from yeah. the channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and the guys to my right, the boys, Dave from Dave Station, the VR. How's it going, everybody? Thank God it's Friday. Indeed. And that guy on the right-hand side of the screen, who I'm sure is equally happy it's Friday, is AJ from the Underground PSVR. He's squinting like he's not happy. What is up, Brian? What is up, Dave? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Friday. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Despite the horrible thumbnail, it is all mostly <laughs> a big headline about the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Aftershocks. And uh, super excited to talk about that in depth. Hope everyone's having a great day, man. Hopefully we can send you into the weekend with some positive vibes. So great energy. If you missed all the PS5 uh, VR stuff. Make sure you go check out the last couple of games, the last games cast, and uh, Brian's breaking news videos. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I hope you guys. Uh, hope your day sucks just a little bit less. As we got two tips to uh, to shout out. First comes from Professor Professor Lilith, who has taken over our uh, weekly multiplayer Sunday meetups. Uh, from with the five dollar tip says weekly multiplayer Sunday, two p.m. Eastern is Bloody Zombies. It's Dual Shock only. Uh, it costs fifteen dollars on the PlayStation Store. August fifteenth will be Sprint Vector, which of course only uses the moves. Uh, thank you, Professor Lilith. Thank you so much for uh, for for picking up the ball when we dropped it and uh, taking that over. We also got Bell Ramio, the Game Cat, with eleven euros, saying. Just here because of the thumbnail. <laughs> also, <laughs> thank you. I Don't appreciate encourage that. Encourage him, Bell. Also, I watch no, Gamescast no, no, no. now and not Fortnite Ariana Grande. 
Well, so he was he told me in voice chat earlier he was going to watch a concert of Ariana Grande in Fortnite. And the only reason he installed Fortnite was to buy the Ariana Grande skin mm -hmm. for twenty dollars and to watch the concert. So, I mean, wow. he's got his own predilection. You have to pay twenty dollars to watch. Oh, my God. No, no. To get the skin to be uh, Ariana Grande in Fortnite for some worse. reason. I don't know why. I mean, it's weird. Disturbing but, about that. Guys, we also yeah, got I think so. Mutant Fox with the five dollar tip says it's my weekend off. Finally made it live. Happy Friday, everyone. Uh Woo. man, it's so funny. Like I as a as a former server for like most of my life, waiting tables, uh weekends were like something you dreaded. And so I don't know what you do for a living, Mutant Fox, but I feel your pain. Getting a weekend off is like kind of kind of amazing sometimes. Uh guys, obviously Our, uh, social media manager is leaving to go watch the Ariana Grande concert. Miles, get out of here. See you later, Miles. I, I don't know anything about Ariana Grande. I just discovered her by watching Victorious. I know. Make fun of me. It's fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyway, guys, let's get the show started uh, with a little bit of housekeeping. Make sure if you don't already, uh, if you're not already part of our Discord, click the link in the description below. That's where this conversation and conversations like it. And <laughs> they got really weird today in voice chat. Um, yeah, those conversations happen 24-7. That's where we hang out. That's where you can do some multiplayer meetups. That's where uh, you can get involved in our daily box VR routine. Uh, so click the link in the description. Join our Discord. Uh, and also, don't forget uh, to hit us up on patreon.com slash withoutparolegames. Uh, and that you can listen to this show on Spotify and plenty of other streaming services of your choice. Uh, pretty crazy stuff. Thank you, Jamie, for making that all happen. Uh, all right. Now... As much as we love everybody in the chat and love everybody who uh, contributes uh, through Super Chat and through Patreon, there's a few other people we need to thank, don't we, AJ? Yeah, of course. This is a Friday episode. Things are a little bit more laid back as usual. And uh, <clears throat> we would also like to thank those that support us in another way by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have... Four new game cats to welcome to the game cat dojo. Starting with your long shadows is a game cat now. I feel like this is I feel like this is way overdue. By the way, I feel like your long shadows changed your name like three weeks ago or something. So sorry oh. for the delay. Also, if you didn't notice, look, I use dark mode on YouTube now, so, so all the backgrounds are darker on the names. <laughs> Who else uh, we got? We've also got. Oh, this is a tough one. Okay, tax refund. The the Decalogue defines right and wrong game cat. Oh, what does that mean, Dave? That's not what he said he was going to change his name to. What is that? Can you decipher that for us? I don't know. I don't know. Do you have any script? Is it? Some I mean, kind of a Decalogue is like some kind of story, I think, or like a. Uh, yeah, I think a Decalogue is. I'm sure the know. chat's Anyways, about to tell maybe us. Maybe it's a ten. It's um, probably a ten chapter story. All right. A Decalogue. Well, right? We've also oh. got. I like this one a lot. Ash VR the Groovy Game Cat. Ooh, Give me some sugar, getting, baby. <laughs> Give me some sugar, baby. Oh, sorry. Yes. Do I make you randy, baby? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. No, Ash didn't get a ding. Here, we're going to try that again. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Who's right? next, AJ? Yeah, let's yes, do it. Finally, oh, yeah. last but not least, it is time to play with Game Cats. Let's go. Ding. Sorry, right. sorry, I had to do a ding. manual ding on that one. All, our dings are all messed up today. Guys, thank you so much for changing your name to something to GameCat. If you don't know what's going on around here, uh, if you're new to the channel, GameCats are the loyal followers of PSVR Without Parole. Uh, all you gotta do is change your name on Google or YouTube so that your YouTube screen name is something, something, the GameCat. Make it creative, make it whatever you want it to be. And uh, 
And then let us know by leaving a hashtag GameCat in the comments below, and we'll give you a shout-out on next week's show, the way that AJ just easy did it. Easy as pie. Just now. It's easy Super as simple. pie. Just do it. There we go. All right, guys, we have a ton of news to talk about today. Uh, AJ, what's our first news story on the docket? All right, so the first story is something that occurred uh, late last night. The PlayStation wishlist page for Elden Ring, the brand-new game from From Software, Super exciting. I'm a big fan of Bloodborne. You guys like Souls games? I like Souls games. Oh, yeah. Uh, I couldn't beat Sekiro, but... Yeah. Uh, well, it popped up on the PlayStation Store, and there was a little bit of hype, confusion, and uh, other things. Did you just ask uh, me if I like Souls games and just steamrolled them? I did. Yeah, he didn't want any answers. He didn't want any answers. Do you guys like Souls games? Well, answer, let me tell you about this. It was rhetorical. It was chat, totally okay? rhetorical. He uh, it was rhetorical. Thank you. The answer, the answer uh, is... Well, I answered the answer is when it's Bloodborne, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love Bloodborne. So good. Um, but anyways, uh, when this listing popped up, there was two tags that people noticed. Uh, Wario64 actually commented on the Gamatsu Twitter, and it shows that it says a listing that VR headset enabled, but not just that, but PSVR aim controller enabled. And yeah. I just thought to myself, my life is complete now. Not <laughs> well, only do I get a Souls game in VR, but it has AIM support as well. Everybody excited? Everybody excited? Yeah, well, that's too bad. I, here's because... how excited I am. I called Brian up and woke him up. And I said, Brian, Elden Ring has VR support. Wake up. Make a breaking news story. And he was like, oh. Even, right, even in my sleep. Even in my sleep, I was like, the store listing was probably wrong. Click. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I think the icon guy is out today because if you look at the um, the first line in the description, there's an asterisk that says this product does not support PlayStation yeah. VR, which is funny because there's an icon right above it that says PlayStation VR support. Right. The tags support. are probably like, separate. Somebody that had access to the description was able to go in there and edit it after people started poking fun at it. Damage or people control. probably started, yeah, people started yeah. asking questions. We've seen stuff like this before. Speaking of Saints and Sinners, it still says one move controller supported, and for some reason, I still get questions from people going, "Wait, yep. does this actually does this only support one move?" Like I have a dual shock, and people don't. People the the crazy thing is is that this actually has an effect on people. Where they people have told me I'm holding off to see like get an answer for this before I buy this game. I can't buy this until I know this stuff's more important than you think. So yeah, it is always important to really have all of your details, all of your your stuff sorted uh but we see stuff like this happen all the time this is nothing new uh first thing i saw when i thought the when i first thing i thought when i saw this was like oh that that's not right like the, well, the vr yeah, I mean, the aim support thing is what, aim support. what was very obviously just like yeah. no way like this right. must be a mistake that's kind of what tipped me off because vr yeah. support is one thing um if it's a third person game that would be awesome and great but like there's no way a from software game supports the aim controller they don't do shooting games like that's no. not it's right. all third person action right. like that be <laughs> that being said i would love this game to oh, get vr support eventually. i wanted yeah. bloodborne in vr that's like that was one of my favorite uh ps4 games well, and uh, i wonder if to some degree there was a little mix-up in terms of like maybe the controller thing but we already talked last time about these uh, AAA games. Sony wants to have a VR and a, a flat version coming out. And, like, they already have Durasane. Like, there is a chance that there is some VR thing somewhere here. Because, like, I wouldn't, they're backtracking the back and stuff. But it's, like, 
there's maybe some reason why the VR tag got applied. I'm just saying. There Definitely be. an accident, I would say. But uh, you never know. Like, can we can, we, can we just agree? We really, really hope that when the PSVR two rolls out, that like somebody gets their head out of the ass on the PlayStation Store, and and like whoever Lloyd in the basement, somebody wake him the fuck up and say, "Hey, can we make sure that the information is correct?" Like it just seems so. <laughs> yeah. It's just constant. It's constant that we get bad information on the PlayStation Store. Like sometimes we don't know if things have you know proper controller support. Sometimes we don't know if it even has PSVR support. Um, things aren't. There are PSVR yeah. games that aren't even listed under the PSVR section. Uh, it's it's still hard to kind of navigate the store like really 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 hope that playstation vr2 has its own kind of separate store maybe like you know as part of that system ui overlay that we talked about that like can just sort of keep things separate from the mess that is the playstation store well and still you you still sometimes get that like you know poker stars vr thing where it's like oh cool and then it's like oh no we messed up that's that's not happening and like that's you know those kind of fuck-ups you know, make people a little bit disillusioned with like expecting something out of the oh, PlayStation it's, it's Store. It's not reliable. Yeah, like. We'll see. Um. So the the good news here, guys, is that you know, unfortunately, from software or Japan Studio, they kind of had like a little bit of uh, mixing around with with their staff. Uh, and but the good news here is that the executive producer for for the Souls games and stuff joined third verse who made swords of gargantua which was pretty close to being a, a really good game um was just missing a little bit of uh you know polished little guidance direction maybe funding uh but i'm hoping to see that maybe we get a spiritual successor or something maybe from that influence over there uh from software's done derasane which was not a typical souls game it maybe looked like it a little bit had some of the same characteristics but but well, it was so it, all it story is, driven and it was teleport click turn only and it was a puzzle game and it's actually and it was it was kind of them going back to their roots because they didn't start as an action rpg game company they did point and click adventures and they had games that were in that same vein um oh, wow. that That's they initially I made i don't know them from yeah before, no, no, no. like kingsfield so yeah so i mean even kingsfield is is more like derasine than you know a dark souls game right like you know, I think that that sort of dungeon crawler point and click adventure thing, they did that before they made these iconic action RPGs. And so it was kind of for them just like going back to their roots. And they've talked about that in interviews and stuff as well. All right, guys, real quick, I want to make sure we give a shout-out to Your Long Shadows. Is a game cat. Uh, with the 50 Nokia cell phone, says, LOL. Oh, wow. You guys mentioned me already, and I never I actually so. did the hashtag thing. Uh, what cheat code have I accidentally stumbled across? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I thought so, too, um, but, but I couldn't remember, and I couldn't track it down, so I wanted to be sure. Uh, thank you so much for the donation. We appreciate you so much. And, of course, et.2k.now with the $5 tip. Just keep it up. Let's see. Yeah. Come join us in Box VR, <laughs> et.2k.now. All right, guys. So enough on that. That was just a little mess up on the store side. Sorry, but maybe we'll see something in the future. We will see. Uh, next up, guys, we had an uh, Upload VR dropped an article today uh, that was entitled Arashi Dev Wants to Grow Game Beyond PSVR Debut. Um, and they talk about, uh, this is from Jamie Feltham, our dude over there, and he says, uh, the developer of the upcoming Arashi Castles of Sin wants to grow the game beyond its upcoming PSVR debut. Talks about in a QA with Upload VR that they're going to be uh, showcasing later, I think this weekend, um, <clears throat> that basically these devs 
have plans, while they don't go into any detail of anything, unfortunately, uh, they do say that they have plans to, in the future, uh, hopefully can keep uh, supporting the game, add more to it. Now, we're, we're yet to see the game in its first initial launch phase, but um, but I just thought this was interesting. I think they go more for about talking about maybe other platforms. We know that this is seems like it's a timed exclusive, so it may be hitting like PC or Quest or something at some point. But uh, the connection that I saw, of course, me being so PlayStation VR biased, um, is we, we recently talked about on the PS5 uh, Dev Summit that one of the, the highlights or one of the things that uh, bullet points we talked about was that Sony's going to have this focus on bringing as many PSVR 1 remasters as possible. And for me, um, I'd personally like to see a, a lot of these games that are coming out this year, not just Arashi, but Fract, um, and After the Fall, maybe. A, a lot of these, I'm really hoping to see uh, get a second launch because it's such a weird time right now. It's a transitional period. And we've basically seemed like we've had our answer in terms of backwards compatibility, which is it's the PSVR 1 headset with the adapter. Uh, so I don't know what you guys think about this, but um, I am really looking forward to checking out Arashi and uh, Pet and Haru. And yeah, looking to see what they do in the future with this game as well. Well, so what I've told them privately over DM is that um, what they need to do is add a level editor like Tenchu 2. And they said, great idea, Dave. We can't do that. We probably won't do that. But it's a great idea. I Level editors idea. are always a great idea. I, used to I mean, like, that was the thing about Tenchu 2 for me that really solidified it as the one. Like, I could take turns with my friends building level and stuff. Anyways, that's apropos of nothing. Um, but I do wonder if this means that they're targeting other platforms or if they uh, intend to expand upon what is coming out on PSVR. Because, like, there's more in store for Arashi could mean oh Anything. we're putting it on quest or it could mean we've got right. a dlc plan we've got new chapters we've got you know updates and stuff right so it's it's really hard to say until we see a roadmap or something like what that means exactly right yeah i would say all of that uh sounds like it could be uh you know on the table for them uh we don't we don't know if there's like any, any kind of exclusivity deal uh as far as the playstation goes uh so we don't know if like say that's six months or a year or something you know obviously i, I think the, the plan would be to get this thing as on as many headsets as possible um you know and of course nothing says hey buy our year old game now <laughs> then 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 to call it the complete edition with extra levels or you know or enhancements or whatever so um yeah, yeah really hope this thing turns out great and uh and we can't wait to see what happens the team uh the, the team seems like they're really, really capable. Uh, yeah, it worked for Darkness Roller Coaster, so it worked <laughs> no. for them. No, it's <laughs> All right, so looking forward to hearing more about Arashi soon. Sounds like we'll maybe hear something from Upload this weekend. And, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, so moving on, uh, there was an article that I got from gamers-room.site, and it was I just thought it was interesting, and it was, I guess, quoting an interview with Famitsu. And it was in regards to Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil Village. And it was an interview with director of Resident Evil Village, uh, Mr. Morimasa Sato. And um, he had an interesting point to make about Resident Evil 7, which I have seen firsthand. Um, and he said that 
Increasing the number of horror games, uh, horror game players is easy to say, but difficult to achieve. In particular, the most common reason why non-purchasers didn't buy Resident Evil 7 was that they felt it was too scary. So what to do with the sequel was a big challenge for the development team. Um, and what I like about here is that, you know, he's acknowledging that he realizes with Resident Evil 7, you know, this is still the highest selling Resident Evil game of all time. So I don't think they really, like, took too much of a hit, obviously. Um, but in regards to Resident Evil Village, they said after four years of development, he said he got a convincing answer. For Mr. Sato, overcoming fear made the game feel like Resident Evil. Uh, so I just thought it was really cool that despite knowing that some people may have a hard time playing this game, uh, that they still said, no, we have to stay true to what the game is, to the art of Resident Evil, and to the uh, emotional reaction that it can cause, and and stick with that. So, you know, this game, Resident Evil Village, is a game I fully expect to get PSVR 2 support in the future, uh, After, especially after the April showcase with, where it showed Shuhei Yoshida, our lord and savior, um, straight up acknowledging, saying, thank you for creating an amazing PSVR experience with Resident Evil Biohazard. And then he follows that up directly by saying, now I'm really looking forward to Resident Evil Village. I am too, Shu. My favorite part of this article, so this is a Google translation, so it's not might not be totally accurate, but it's really funny to me. Um, the final sentence here. Mr. Sato concludes that it would be great if everyone who plays this game could feel the despair of trying to get through the extreme conditions, <laughs> which is just like, I want everyone to feel the despair of these extreme <laughs> conditions. I would, it'd be great if everybody felt the despair, which is like, that. that's like, you know, a mission statement, essentially. Like, we want people to be fucking scared, you know, yeah. like, uh, that's what we're going for. So if that's what happens, then we're, we've done our job. And I think that's basically the gist of what he's saying, right? Like, yeah. Well, it worked for me, man. The first half of that game where Jack is chasing you is absolutely grueling. And, but it's also one of the most rewarding and satisfying uh, experiences that I've ever had in VR or in games. Brian, you know a thing or two about Resident Evil. No, he's 7. petting his cat. He doesn't <laughs> care. He's doing his Dr. Evil thing right now. He's, he's fun. <laughs> Yeah, to, to me, this article sounds like total bullshit uh, because it's, we all know that <laughs> like, because whether you've played Village or not, uh, you know that they toned, toned down the horror for that. Um, oh, we, it's we, way more actiony. It's it's like it's not RE5, but it's like definitely way more actiony than seven for sure. Yeah. So, you know, so we know that they were like that they were worried about these statistics, worried about hearing that people thought the, that Resident Evil 7 was too scary and they toned it down. And so they, you know, as far for horror fans, they, they made the wrong move. For Resident Evil fans, I don't know. Like, Resident Evil fans are pretty divided these days. Like, what constitutes a Resident Evil game? Some people are like, oh, Resident Evil 5 is my favorite. And I kid you not. I hear this all the time. My favorite Resident Evil game. And so there are... Wait, 5? People say 5 is their I favorite? I hear it all the time. And That's it's, crazy. I mean, I know a lot of the time it's controversial, but Jesus, 5? A lot of the time That's... it's because it's their first Resident Evil game. It depends on your age. It depends okay. where you started the series. And so for some people, that is the beginning of their Resident Evil voyage, right? I mean, so... you got to have... I feel like the beginning of the Resident Evil voyage has to begin with the zombie turning his head slowly in that hallway and yes. looking at you. Terrifying. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the... 
you know, walking through the mansion when the dogs burst through the, the window for the first time. Yeah. Like, that's Resident Evil. That, to me, like, I don't know. RE5 is nothing like, uh, nothing like that. Oh, agreed, 100%. And so, and so, like, the only thing I feel like Capcom should have learned from all of this data or from, like, or from this realization is to not release a demo. Because no one, no one didn't buy Resident Evil 7 because they heard it was too scary, right? No one's going to be like, oh, I really couldn't wait for the next Resident Evil game. But I, play, but, but I didn't play it. I heard it was too scary, and I'm not going to play it. Like, if you're really looking forward to the next Resident Evil game, you're going to buy it. You're, like, you're so excited for it, you're going to buy it. The only thing that would convince these people that it's actually too scary for them to play is the demo. And, 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 and Capcom released multiple demos, right, for, for Resident Evil yeah. 7. And so they might have done too much there. I think you're right. They, they might have put too much out there. It was terrifying. Um, ahead of time. It was terrifying. If the first time you played, I know there's always people who are like, Resident Evil 7 isn't scary. If you don't think Resident Evil 7 wasn't scary, you put it on a fucking flat screen first, and don't you tell me you didn't because you're a fucking liar. I didn't you... think it was scary, but I have no soul. Okay. Well, if you don't have a soul like Dave or, or Dez, yeah. and apparently Hawk in the chat, <laughs> then, then then maybe you're legit. But for the, but but really, so many people have said, oh, it wasn't scary because they put it on the flat screen first. And come on, man. After you play fucking VR games, terrifying. nothing on the flat screen is scary anymore. Everything, it, VR is what makes things scary now. So any, what I'm trying to say is hopefully we didn't teach Capcom a bad lesson and say don't release demos for your game. Because because if that if that deterred uh, people from buying it because they tried the demo and they said it's too scary for me to buy, then that was a horrible move on their part. I mean, so I don't think I anybody you... tried the demo of RE Village and thought it was too scary. I mean, that's so like I've been... a shooty shooty thing. Like you barricade the walls and shoot you know werewolves in the face. Like that's it's like... not it's not as spooky as RE Seven. Um, even though you're the same character, it's the same timeline or whatever. Like it's I think that probably helped people feel like it was less scary than the previous one having been, a demo for village i've been intentionally avoiding anything about village i want to know absolutely nothing about it so i didn't actually know that maybe it was more Did you know a, there's a giant action. vampire lady with uh, I, I did know about that but I've, sure. I've typically been i don't want to know anything else about it um but i'm wondering if maybe if if it's actually less scary or maybe it's because people aren't playing it in vr yet i no, um, i have i have played the entire game and i'm telling you it's less scary than RE7 flat or VR yeah, even in VR it, it will be if no... it will be less scary even in VR it's still going to be a great game in VR I, I can't wait to play it yeah I guess I assume that'll happen but like it's going to happen yeah it's it's just not as scary it's just not designed to be scary the same way oh well all right so there are gotta... moments I mean there are certainly moments of course okay. it's Resident Evil but Guys, want to give a shout um, out to Sergeant Frosty with a two dollar tip it says Frosty Express going off the effing rails Thank you so much, Frosty. <laughs> AJ, all right, what's man. our next news story? So, um, all right, so real quick, want to throw this out there. There is a, a anyone familiar with Dreams, which is uh, just amazing VR creation tool on PlayStation. Of course, there's non-VR stuff too. Uh, there was a game called Hypercycle Arena, uh, which I believe was made by Agent Wombat UK. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to give a shout out to, uh, to him and what he's done and what he is doing tomorrow, uh, August 7th, he is actually releasing Hypercycle 2, um, which is going to have uh, basically a little bit of a redesign. It's got the same arena, it looks like, but he showcased one of the unlockable levels called Escape. 
And man, I saw this trailer and I was super blown away. And I just want to make people aware, especially people that own Dreams currently. Um, you know, this uh, this trailer looks absolutely cool. A little bit different direction. You know, this game looks a lot like the Tron Cycle stuff. Um, but in this case, it is like an actual racing level where you're actually racing and escaping and there's still the enemies and stuff that you're racing against there's like ramps but it looks just as atmospheric and gorgeous and i really can't wait to uh check this one out yeah if uh, i think you said everything we need to say about hypercycle arena 2 specifically but i do want to say that um you know on without parole we want to make sure that we give as much attention to you know to dreams creators as we possibly can who are making you know these stunning looking and stunning playing games and dreams because dreams to me is the reason to have uh, a playstation 5 for your psvr headset right it is it everything right. just looks so beautiful like i mean the yeah. it, some of these games look better than things we paid for uh they, some of them play better than things we paid for and are more innovative than things that we paid yeah. for and so like you know if you're a dreams creator out there and you don't think that your creation is getting enough attention please let me know um and you know obviously we're going to be bringing back the maiden dreams show that jeremy and i started over a month ago uh hopefully jeremy's got his uh shit figured out and we will finally yeah. get that show back up and running as a weekly thing where we talk we, you know we talk about um you know game games in dreams that you need to be checking out uh, we just we just think dreams is one of the best things ever made for any console ever and yeah, we i want agree to give more attention to it all yeah, right i can't wait for that to come back honestly like uh, the the old joke used to be that my computer was busted but now the unfortunate new joke is jeremy's computer is busted and he can't do the show with you <laughs> you know um, so hopefully that gets resolved soon because I, I honestly really want to see that. Um, there's so many people making good stuff out there, and uh, I think you guys will do a good job. So incredible. And I'm going to try to do my best to keep up with all the, the good VR dreams coming up. Uh, but anyways, we got to move on. Uh, so uh, Vertigo Games has reportedly bought Force Field, which they've now renamed to Vertigo Games Amsterdam. And uh, yeah. Why don't you guys take this one away and tell yeah, us a little sure. bit more about this and why it's significant. Well, so there's a couple games that if you have been like a mobile VR user, you'd be familiar with, I think. And not even just games, but experiences also. So there's um, uh, this uh, Coaster Combat is one of the things you get recommended very first. When you when I first got a Quest or an Oculus Go, they were like, oh, Coaster Combat, this will be fun. It's basically... Um, like kitty play rush of blood like you know you're on a roller coaster you're shooting stuff but it's not scary and it was reasonably well received uh very well downloaded popular game they also made this thing called Anne frank house vr that was like an experience where you went through like the museum of this Anne frank place and like they did some national geographic stuff as well so they have an established uh, footprint on like mobile vr and i wonder if that's where they're going to continue with that studio um because it's they haven't really done any like console games um as far as i know so uh, it'll be interesting to see if they're acquiring them so they have more in their portfolio in terms of like doing other stuff on the side did i miss the national news? geographic stuff did, 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 yeah did you bury the news story in your description of the studio uh vertigo games just acquired them I'm not sure if you said yeah. that. Did you say that? Well, that was the first thing, Brian. <laughs> that was the yeah. literal first thing and i've said it several times since then um, yeah, so, no, Vertigo Games. I, I was sitting back waiting for it. I apologize. And I was like, when is he going to well, say it? You missed it. At the I beginning. totally missed AJ it. By said waiting. It first thing. That was like the first thing AJ said. 
Uh, maybe uh, I need some. Guys, you should know uh, inside baseball, we never listen to each other when we talk. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> wow. No, but um, yeah, you're correct. I mean, that is that is uh, true. <laughs> and that's that, I suppose. They've bought the studio. Um, Brian, do you have anything else to add? Well, I mean, I think the biggest, uh, the coolest part of this news story is that um, Force Field uh, is has been working on a triple A VR game uh, based on an established IP. And this is this is a, a line that we hear over and over and over these days that like, hey, this studio is working on this big game based on an established IP. And I feel like every single time we look at different studios, uh, that's what we keep hearing. And and so this is great, man. This is absolutely great. Like this this kind of relatively smaller studio who like I don't know. I don't know what kind of funding they had. I don't well, know. Well, it actually says um, so. Outside of the stuff I've described, it says they've worked with like Disney and stuff before. So like there could be potential options there in terms of like connections in the industry because like they have worked with established IPs in the past. Yeah, um, I mean, that it, could be a thing. If I made him sound like they're like super small, uh, it sounds like they started super small, like, you know, like a lot of developers do and then grew and grew and grew. Uh, and some of their stuff, uh, some of their recent, more recent VR stuff, I know that Nikola was saying is like, you know, he was super excited uh, to, to with the news because he was hoping that some of these games would make it over to PlayStation VR. And we don't actually know if that's going to be the case or not. We do know that Vertigo Games acquired the, the, the rights to all of the IPs. Um, that force field owned but we don't know if oculus studio yeah. or force field actually owns those ips and so as soon as that information comes out we'll know might we'll have a much better idea if we should expect these games on psvr1 or psvr2 um, there but, also is a weird wrinkle here that i don't know if it's, if it's worth mentioning or not but it says that they um, acquired them by buying out all of their shares which to me almost sounds like a hostile takeover like mm -hmm. You know, like, it's not like we set up a deal or anything. We just came and bought all the shares of your company. So we're in charge now, which is, you know, companies do that all the time. Um, the company I've worked for has done that a million times. But it's just like, um, I do wonder behind the scenes what happened there in terms of like, you know, it, there's something weird about the wording, the way they said it, uh, the way they're joining as a, as companies. Yeah, well, the, the good thing to know is that, you know, Vertigo Games doesn't, do specific headsets when they release their games they, their their mantra seems to be you know simultaneous release across all platforms and i'm sure that's why we've seen some of the delays that we've seen uh, for uh um for after the fall although i think traffic jams came out early on uh, other platforms right am i wrong about that i don't remember there was uh, at least a demo on steam a while yeah. ago yeah. yeah so you know I, I think that their goal will be to get whatever force field is working on uh on all platforms uh but if it's a triple a game who knows man maybe we'll only see it on psvr too yeah and honestly like if they can do a good national geographic or Anne frank thing on psvr like i know we talk about experience a lot but like we haven't had an actually good experience because there are ones that are decent like there are things that are worth doing in vr that aren't games and PlayStation is kind of lacking in that department. So maybe, I mean, maybe we'll see some other stuff like that make its way over. I wouldn't mind. Well, AJ, what's our next news story, oh, baby? boys, it is time to talk about the first story. The next Ooh, deal. Boy. The Ooh, first story. Yeah, let me get uh, my hat. Smoke and Thunder, the second mini-series story DLC for Pistol Whip. Whip. Uh, is coming out uh very very soon and we got a couple more details it is actually heading our way august 12th so it's only six days away and it is a uh a package of five new levels 
that similar to 2089, you know, 2089 came out uh, not earlier this year, and it was excellent. It was a, a cyberpunk kind of futuristic, uh, post-apocalyptic DLC, and it, it was uh, Pistol Whip trying some new things where, where they actually had, like, a story, and they are bringing that same artist back once again and <clears throat> integrating the story with it. And, uh, yeah, man, I don't know if you guys have seen, they did a new teaser trailer as well, and it looks awesome. You want to hear more about it? Sure. Uh, Say more. <laughs> so, of course, you. The, it's just from everything from the music. Uh, the music sounds really cool. It's got this Western theme to it. I love Western theme stuff, and we need more Western stuff, and what better way to have it than integrated into Pistol Whip? Um, wait, wait, wait! What better way to have it? Can we just okay, say maybe not the best like, way? The best way. Like, actual... How about Red Dead VR? I mean, like, how about okay. <laughs> you know, if you want to start talking about the best way, <laughs> I need some goddamn Kurosawa VR, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Maybe I'm maybe I'm hyping it up a little too much, but <laughs> but, uh, but no, I I expect this to be really good. The stuff from the trailer that I've seen, um, the stuff like. Like, you know, of course, you've got your revolvers. Every time there's a new pack with, with the 2089, you had futuristic guns. This one, you've got your 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 uh, revolver, six, six shots. shooters. Six yeah, shooters. six shooters. Yeah. Uh, and and it, what I love about this is that it shows stuff like like it's got like mine uh, tracks and stuff with little mine carts. And and they've got like dynamite on them. They're flying around. I don't know what's going on. There's there's enemies throwing uh, giant TNT barrels at you, and there's there's enemies on horses running towards you, uh, and it just looks super awesome, man. And I'm super excited for this. Well, and also once again, it's a free update, guys. Like you don't have to pay for this. This DLC just keeps coming. They're just like, oh, you want some more stuff? Here you go. This also comes with new modifiers as well. They're Styles really big into. Pack. Yeah, they're coming really into their own in terms of, like, customizing the way you play. There's, like, a zillion different ways to customize the way you play at this point, and they're adding more already, so that's really cool. Um, but, like, this is such a great... Like, the Cyberpunk thing worked pretty well, but I feel like this is almost even more, like, fitting for Pistol Whip. Um, like, I, I can't wait to play this thing. It looks great. Yeah, a couple things about Ryan? that. Um, one of the greatest things about uh, 2089... Give it something wrong. like that. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, 2077. Yeah, right. it's one of those cyberpunk <laughs> dates. Absolutely. Who can remember? To Blade 20... Runner 2049. It's something like that. 2000 XX. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, it was a, you know, they definitely changed things up. We saw different enemies. We saw the enemies acting in different ways. We saw boss fights uh, and, you know, and seeing yes. what they do with boss fights. And this is going to be fantastic. I purposefully kind of like, you know, just skimmed the trailer and was like threw it into a breaking news report. Like, I don't want to see that. I, I, if they have revealed that, I don't want to see that first, you know, my, before I, did, I see actually. it in, in the headset. Um, and so, uh, so that's all great. Now, just to clarify something that Dave said, he said there's no, uh, he said there's it's free DLC, and that is true if you already own the game uh, or buy the game before it comes out. But Cloud had said that the game is going to increase in price uh, after uh, they're doing 15. a crisis brigade, aren't they? They are and pulling at, a crisis brigade on us. And at first, I was a little, I was a little taken back by this, going like, "Oh, guys, come on, like don't don't do that, right? Like this DLC should get everyone to like more people to buy your game. You know, do the swordsman thing where you just like charge one price and keep adding and adding and adding and adding. But you know what? Honestly, like thirty dollars is the price of Beat Saber, right? 
and and that's and that's been the case like beat saber you know has like grew into its price and then exploded past that price point at a certain point and i think that like as long as they don't keep doing this as long as they say you know what 30 dollars is now the fair price for everything we've included and then they just leave it there and keep adding more free dlc to explode past that price point then i am 100 percent especially since they told us ahead of time, right? It's like if they didn't tell us and they just fucking dropped it and everyone was like, oh shit, I was going to buy this. Now it's $5 more. They told us. Now people should buy it now because we all know it's good and and then get the DLC for free and not have to pay the extra $5. And hopefully in the future, they will continue to just give us more free DLC. But I, th- I do think that's where the pricing needs to stop is at the $30 price point. What I'd like to see, honestly, is stop at 30 That's fine. But in the future if they charge like 250 five bucks whatever for dlc i would absolutely pay it and so i think that just the way beat saber works where like the base price of the game doesn't go up but you get dlc packs available to you if you want to buy them right so i think that that could be a decent model where it's just like a cheap add-on and i would pay them you know three to five dollars easily to get a new campaign like this like no problem at all um, I just don't think they should keep increasing the base price to to correlate with that. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I want to give a couple shout outs here in the chat. Wolf Craze has stopped by with a $50 tip. Said nothing. Um, Wolf Craze, thank you so much, man. We hope you're doing well. Uh, Wolf Craze is doing his own stuff on YouTube. Uh, hopefully that's mm-hmm. all going well, too. Uh, I know it's been kind of a tough time on YouTube for a lot of people. So, uh, uh, you know, keep up the good work. Also, Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, the person who puts the timestamps in this show after it happens. We appreciate you, man. With the $5 tips, this shameful plug. Call in and geek out tonight on Geekful Things at 10 p.m. Eastern. Link us. Link is in Discord. Wait, there's a there's a call-in show? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm calling in, baby. There you go. Dave's calling in. Just, just wait. Um, I'm still going to be very sleep-deprived, so it might be weird, but, you know, that's, I will call in. God, I'm so sorry ahead of time, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, um, yeah, <laughs> for whatever Dave does or says. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, again, many reasons to, to go uh, go join us on Discord. Uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry has the link over there. Uh, again, thank you very much for your generosity. Well, it is perfect timing, guys, because it is time to talk about the main headline of the show, and Ooh. that is after some time. Have you guys ever heard of this game called The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners? Oh no, you know, I wish I wish there was a person named GamerChick thirteen <laughs> Diet Pepsi Game Cat in here to heckle us about this, but there isn't, unfortunately. Um, no, I, I've never heard of this. AJ, tell me about this game. What is this game? <laughs> this is why I do rhetorical questions, Dave. <laughs> Eat shit, uh, I answered it. This is why I don't like answering those, <laughs> those questions answers. Guys, the free update Walking Dead Aftershocks mm. after being delayed finally got a new release date of September 23rd. I hope I got that right. I'm doing that from memory. September 23rd is right. Let's go. Uh, and with it comes a bunch of uh, new additional story and end game content. Uh, there is uh, Alexander Eden over there on the PS blog, wrote uh, that though delayed for some time, the next free update for The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners will be launching on September 23rd, and with it comes new missions, new threats, and a new mystery Uh to uncover. Um, So this was the interesting part about this, and and I saw when this blog went up, some people at Skydance got a little nervous. I'm like, what's the big deal? Like, this is exciting. That we have this free DLC, we have another reason to jump back into the best game on PlayStation VR currently, and uh, and we 
and now there's there's maybe something hidden in there uh, because they've also mentioned at the very end of this article that they say um, Aftershocks is just a small bite of what we have planned for Saints and Sinners and is, in fact, the first taste of new content planned to come for the game. There is more content coming to Saints and Sinners, guys. It's not just stopping at Aftershocks. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, why not improve on the best thing? What's wrong with that? You know, like, it sounds like, um, you know, a lot of people maybe who haven't even played it yet will be enticed by this because there is some end game. Like, a lot of people want a new game plus or, like, something post, you know, yeah. credits or whatever. And so, you know, the the mode where you could do uh, score attack was fun or whatever, but, like... I, like, to I have actually more, love Trials. It's No, it's great, but, like, to have more co- story content... And especially with Walking Dead, like, that's part of the thing. Like, it's a constantly expanding story. Like, the Walking Dead comic books, there's, like, hundreds and hundreds of them. And there's all these little storylines. And it's, like, to have it be a kind of a living embodiment of that, where it's, like, oh, we can just add stuff to it and continue the Walking Dead experience. I think that's really cool. And I think they have a good platform on which to do that. So I hope we see a lot more of stuff like this. But, like, it's great to to hear that this is coming soon. And, you know, we don't have to wait too much longer. And I'm very excited. Yeah, I got to say, you know, when this was first announced, I was like, eh, I've beaten the game. You know, it's uh, and, and you get to the, you get to the end of the game and cover yours if you haven't gotten there. Uh, you know, you can keep going as long as you want. Keep going. Just keep going. Out. Yeah, no, I, I, I did actually for a while just to see what would happen. And also because yeah. I hadn't gotten that last like recipe that I needed for beignets. <laughs> I had to spend forever oh, oh. finding the fucking beignet recipe. Those are pretty useful. I had to hunt death squads for hours, Tiffany, to find that beignet recipe. Just telling me. Well, this is super cool. I'm excited about the hidden stuff that we might find. Now, this is the thing when it comes to saints and sinners, there's really like, so I did like the trials, but I like the graveyard. I will not play the other two trials levels because I've just played them to death on the regular mode and graveyard to me was like this new built for the trials level and it felt different it was a a new scenery and was awesome and I absolutely loved it for that personally I think they could have just gotten away with just adding more weapons and more levels and uh, they they could have just done that and and charged for it or something and gotten away with that but they have really uh i think it's really cool that they have done two now two free updates for the game and i'm really really curious to see um so this this update is supposed to have like additional factions it talks about stuff like like uh well not additional factions just more like enemies and stuff and it and it talks about it almost almost in like a roguelike structure or something um because it talks about it being like no two playthroughs are the same or like anything you remembered forget now because things are going to be different there's going to be different enemies uh placed all around there's gonna be more uh, uh of the what are they the revenant or something the reclaimed um yeah. well so uh, th- the thing that pops out to me i think that kind of what they're talking about there is like um so there are these caches you have to find like secret items like right. stuff that you have to go find and occasionally during a playthrough, they've said that people will have gotten to them first. And so I think that'll be like an AI based thing where like sometimes you're just too slow and they get there first. And then you have to hunt down the people who've already stolen the shit you're looking for, which I think that could add like the variability to it, because it's like 
sometimes you get there and it's untouched. Sometimes you get there and people have already ransacked it and you got to go find them. Um, and that would be a pretty easy thing to tweak in terms of like making it replayable and making it different each time. So I, I'm excited. I think that'll probably be kind of the way it works. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. One, of, one of the things, you know, I guess, like I was saying, I wasn't terribly excited about this um, because, you know, I, I got to the end. And I was like, OK, I've, I've had a satisfying uh, gameplay experience. And, uh, you know, and, and what I was hoping for was like a new location. I wanted to go. I want to go to my uh, my skiff whatever the hell it's called and uh, yeah. i'll look at the map and see a new place to go and like that would be mm -hmm. like you know oh look i get to explore this new place but the more i read about this the more i learn about this it's actually like really intriguing because you know dave dave you said at the end of your game you're like i'm gonna keep playing because there's other recipes to find other things i need to find and it does well, and i wanted to see also as the game continues it gets harder there's more zombies like the the count increases constantly every day so I just wanted to see what it was like on day 150 or whatever, you know, like how hard it got. Yeah, I, I you know, and honestly, like, I, I'm, I feel like I made it pretty far. I wanted to see that exact same thing. And I didn't feel as though it actually accomplished that mission. <laughs> it would be nice if, uh, you know, because, you know, you expect that, like, on day one, there's a, a few, you know, a few walkers wandering around. And then yep. by day 100, it says resources have diminished and, and, the, and the walker count has increased. And yeah, there's like maybe some less resources and there's uh, not really that many more walkers around. And uh, it would have been really nice to just like show up at a location and just be like, oh my God, what am well, I going to do? Yeah. yeah. I do I wonder what they're going to change because the, there was kind of a note in here about like, oh, well, you've seen these locations before, but you're going to see them in a way you've never seen them before. Something right. like that, like to that effect. Um, so I am curious what's changed, what makes them, you know, because if you reuse locations for a whole new campaign, the story can be one thing, but like if I'm playing that same level again, you got to spice it up. So I'm yeah. very curious what that is. Yeah. Well, you know, they, they hinted some stuff here, and I think it's going to be, you'll find out as you go through the new additional story content is how you will discover that because they talk about stuff like new traps and obstacles to get around. Mm. Um, you know, you mentioned the caches that you have to find. There's there's going to be new stuff in the way of that. But, yeah, for me, I'm really looking forward to see. You know, I, I hope that this gets a bunch of people back into the game, and, and I hope that uh, with this additional content you know like i said that's what i'm going to be looking for is i'm going to be following playing the hell out of this just because i would anyways but now i have this is why i was happy about them hinting at this because now i have like 10 times the motivation to go through and look at the clues try to piece it together and see if we can get any sort of hint as to what might be coming next whether it be uh new weapons new new levels maybe we finally get to visit the tower like we've been wanting to for so long uh maybe they they hint at like a co-op mode um but but on top of this i i'm also interested to see uh do you think there's any chance that I, i'm curious to see if there's any chance that we actually get any visual enhancements any uh, any new like a PS5 patch? That's something I've been asking about for for a long, long time as well. Is the game looked pretty great overall? But when you have the PS5, 
and you see some of the limitations from the PS4 hardware, it makes me always say, well, everybody, considering like all the polls recently as well, said the majority of VR, PSVR players are now starting to be on the PS5. It's not a huge split, but, but it is gradually starting to become the majority on PS5. Uh, until the next generation of VR gets here. So I really want to see every developer possible, especially with, with an excellent game like this, uh, give give something like that. So we don't know, but it would absolutely blow my mind, and it would be absolutely awesome to actually finally see some some visual enhancements with this update. Yeah, yeah I mean, Tiffany's not going to say one way or the other, I guarantee you. Yeah. But um, we can ask anyways. Um, and, of course, people in chat are saying add multiplayer. I, I don't know if you guys ever played the Last of Us multiplayer mode, but I feel like a, a similar mode to that would be incredible for Saints and Sinners Online. Like, even as a standalone release, like, if you just released it separately, I'd buy that. Because the factions mode for um, Last of Us had a similar kind of vibe. You're just, like, a survivor piecing together stuff but you're working with a team and it's like, it's tense. It's kind of almost survival based. It's not like a first person shooter, like normal kind of uh, multiplayer game. And so I think that that vibe, like if they ever did multiplayer, I would love to see something like that. Um, but yeah. I, I wouldn't expect it. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact is, is, you know, there was a reason that this thing was delayed, right? And, and the reason it was delayed, I'm assuming wouldn't be because it's they were working on a PlayStation 5 patch. I'm assuming the reason would be because they're trying to get the fucking thing, you know, to be the, what it is. Like the free DLC, here it is, uh, and deliver it properly Multiple and make platform. sure it's working. Multiple yeah, platform. simultaneous release on all these platforms and shit. I'm sure it was difficult. Yeah. And so something yeah. obviously didn't go right and it, had, and it got delayed fucking big time. And... I don't I don't know if 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 then you build into that delay time for a PlayStation 5 uh, update. I, do, I don't I don't think that there's I, I you wouldn't want to delay it on all these platforms further than just you want to just to make sure that half of the people that are playing it on one platform are getting a visual enhancement. Right. That that would seem kind of ridiculous. So I don't I, I just want to make sure we keep our expectations in check. I'm sure there might you know, uh, Tiff is teasing us in the chat saying we don't want to I don't want to ruin any surprises. But like also keep your expectations in check. I would say that maybe maybe further down the line, we'll get a PlayStation 5 update. Uh, multiplayer is I can, so <sighs> unlikely for this game. Period. Yeah, the only reason I even for mentioned sure. that is for because sure. that is just the most requested thing. Oh, I think I don't course. like, course, you know, I'm yeah. not saying. I'm not saying that I, I certainly don't expect it to happen anytime soon if it did, because that just the amount of going back in and having to restart from the beginning and, and stuff, redesign a whole bunch of stuff. But I do think there is a possibility. We were just talking about how Sony wants as many PSVR remasters as possible. Yeah, I don't think PSVR there is a too. better candidate than yes. Saints and Sinners on the next gen. Yeah, uh, that would be absolutely amazing. You got to wonder if there's this little, um, almost like a dead zone of developers who aren't going to do a PS5 patch yet because they're actively working on a PSVR 2 yeah. like remaster. You know what I'm saying? Because like this would be a prime candidate, like you said. Like they, they ought yes, to Resident be. Evil 7. If, I expect if, if a lot of games. A, if they don't have a PSVR de 2 dev kit sent to them soon, Sony's crazy. Yeah. Like what I'm saying is that they ought to be able to develop for the next gen now and maybe that's the focus of some developers not just getting a ps5 patch out but getting the ps5 psvr2 version like locked and loaded and ready to go for launch 
And like, that's not a bad thing, really. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind waiting um, and getting like a fully, you know, PSVR 2 version of, you know, the NGVR edition of Saints and Sinners. Sounds yeah. incredible. right? Like, Well, in the meantime, I'm just happy that we have, you know, we have the trials. I would love to see more trials levels, too, uh, and, and weapons. That That is two things I would love to see. Um, but this does in this blog confirm that it is the first taste of new content planned to come for the game. So, uh, it's nice that not only do we have something coming up very soon, um, actually it's, it's in September, it's September 23rd. So we, we do have like a, we are, uh, like a month over a month away. We got a little bit of time to wait, but really, really exciting. And, uh, not only that, but it's just nice to have something to keep us satisfied until they unveil what else they have planned for it. And, yeah, that's how you do it, man. VR, I've seen so yeah, many PSVR games. One, keep us one like, more, man. Like, you know, like say... swordsmen uh, that have continued to have success, continue to keep their name talked about, continue to keep the excitement around the game. And it has been uh, through these updates, which is not something I've always seen. Usually DLC is like, okay, cool. But, like, I've like literally some VR games are actually keep sustaining their success by keeping the game updated constantly with good well stuff. and the other thing too is is to let people know like hey we have a roadmap this isn't the end of the dlc right. like we have more stuff planned right. this is just a taste of what you're going to get if you keep owning this game or if you buy it now and you know own it so like that's that's always really nice to know that it's not just a one little tidbit it's like a continuing feast uh, you know like they're just going to keep rolling stuff yes. out like um love it blood and truth and pistol yeah. whip and all these devs who just like keep giving you free pistol stuff whip. yeah yeah i know it's it's great i love it you guys want to make sure we give a shout out to craig ray guts to be a game cat official rare with the 10 quid saying shout out to cloudhead for finally nailing how to show someone using vr in a trailer i gotta go back and watch that oh, trailer mixed reality no they have a guy in a suit doing pistol whip like this which i still think is silly but Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm not I'll a big fan of mixed reality, but I'm gonna watch the trailer again and see. Uh, it see is, if it's, it's not as good as Tarzan VR trailer. <laughs> I'll play that. Smash the lock, Tarzan. Uh, Craig. Oh God. Craig Bray got to be a GameCat official rare again with the five quid, saying, uh, "Let's try again for an on-topic tip." <laughs> Can't wait for this Saints and Sinners for the win. Yeah, man, we're all yeah. very excited. Again, like you know, start, I started off and just being like, "Oh, you didn't give me the exact thing that I wanted, so I'm not excited." <laughs> I did the typical like I'm, you know, an online gamer. Thing. You're a baby. I'm a pain in the ass. Baby. Right? Like, oh, honest, and then, on a side note, oh sorry, go ahead. Uh, already lost. Go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Uh, on a side note, I I do hope that the story and stuff is a little bit more engaging. I really like the story of Saints and Sinners, but the characters I didn't have like any super like Casey and stuff. I never had like this huge connection with. So I felt like that was the one small things that it was missing was like an yeah. emotional attachment to well, the I mean, characters. Well, I mean, I think the, the reason The Walking Dead was initially successful as a comic book is because you cared about the characters. It was about people, not zombies, right? Like every right. zombie thing previously was about zombies, not people. And this was about the people, no. not the zombies. And so you related and you got to know them and you liked them and stuff. Epic stuff. And so, yeah. And so I think if they can recapture that, that would definitely, yeah, good direction to go in. Uh, guys, also Defunct Bomb Bro, the Game Cat Rare with a two dollar tip says, "Just wanted to give a shout out to these guys." Meow, meow. meow. Shout out right Flat back to base. you, sir. Hey, buddy. Thank you so Flat much. Base, guys, we need to move on to the final segment of the show, which is, as always, 
PSVR 20 questions, uh, where we get six minutes to guess the game that the host is thinking about. Uh, you get 20 yes or no questions. Chat, please help these guys out, uh, because I picked a tough one for you today. Mm. Oh, no, you did. Oh, great. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm just throwing you off the trail. By, by saying okay, okay right okay uh, you shouldn't to... be allowed to throw us off the trail that's not Ooh. fair Ooh. Ooh. all right new rules new rules all right i'm too uh, tired for this brian timertopia give me some straightforward let's, let's bring up that timertopia timer six minutes are you guys ready ready sure right, let's do this go is it a platformer no does it support the move controllers yes okay is there sword fighting there's not sword fighting. Can you shoot things? Do you shoot things? With you, guns. With guns. Or even with anything. Don't say guns. You do shoot things. Okay. You can shoot things with magic, <laughs> too. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, uh, uh, is it a racing game? It is not a racing game. That's Where point. you shoot things? Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, is it sci-fi themed? It is not sci-fi themed. Okay. Is it a fantasy game? No, not a fantasy game. Is it a stealth game? No, not a stealth game. Okay. I was thinking Aspire for a minute. Um, is it an action game? No, not an action game. Is, is it a puzzle game? The first thing you're going to think about, no, no, it's if I say yes, it'll just throw you off. So let's say somebody absolutely. said somebody said boxed in. So I was like, you shoot stuff and boxed in. I was thinking good for a minute. Yeah, not a puzzle game. Let's just go with absolutely. OK, no. cool. cool. Um, We're at 10 <clears throat> right now. The next one's 11. 10. Yep. Uh, let's see. There's no. uh you have, no plenty of time, you have plenty of time, so let's give a shout out to Nautilus Ryan. The game Feline with the $5 tip says, Happy Friday, cats. Ooh. Take my money. Thank you so much, Nautilus Ryan. We hey. love you so much. Is there full locomotion in this? There's not full locomotion. Okay. Hmm. Not a puzzle game. Oops, supported. Not sci fi. You shoot things. Hmm. Is it a horror game? It's not a horror game. Are there dinosaurs in it? There's not dinosaurs in it. Fuck, I thought I had it. Oh. Okay. Is this one of those boring story driven games you like? <laughs> what? That's that was that was rude actually the way you asked that question. <laughs> we're gonna have to have a chat Brian, after the Brian show. Likes games. Not a story driven <laughs> game, AJ. You Not... like games where you have to read and VR. Strike also, that, strike also, that from the record. You can I'm it. saying on behalf of AJ, that one didn't count. Fuck that question. Uh, oh, you, uh, you, you, insult, you insult the host. That question counts. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't count. Oh, right? God damn. All right. Fuck. Is the game crappy? You can't ask two in a row after you insult oh, the sorry. host. God damn. Um, Brian, is this a game we like? That's. I'm going to give you one for free because it's. I'm sure it's very divisive. And. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, so uh, that didn't count. It's a horror. It's not a horror game. It's not a sci-fi yeah. game. It has move support. You do shoot things. Um, yeah. Fuck. Is there's it no new? puzzles oh, in it. First person. There's no puzzles in it. I haven't even looked at chat. Oh, uh, does it have a cartoon aesthetic? Uh, aesthetic. Whatever. I mean, yeah, but I don't. It, like in a sense, like it's stylized, but I, I don't okay. think. I don't think if you start thinking about cartoony, it's going to help you at all. Like that's so it's not, not Dick Wild, because somebody said Dick Wild, and no, I was it's, like, "It's not Dick Wild." Okay, I'll, I'll Dick tell Wilde. you that okay, cool. without. Yeah. 
Yeah. For free. For free. Right. That's 15. Um, is it? I know. Is I'm it a 15. I'm counting. bullet hell game? Is not a bullet hell game. No, bad. We're at 16 now. Uh, shit. You shoot things. You got move controllers. Is it uh, a rhythm? Fight. Is there a music? Is there a lot of music? Is it a rhythm game? It's not a music mi- 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 or a rhythm game. Oh, man, it could have been. It could have been Autica. What's the time at? What's the time at? You, oh, don't worry about, about the time. time. You guys are going to run out of questions We're, way we, faster. We have three questions. You got two left, minutes, and one of them is the final. One of them yeah, is the final. Two questions and a guess. Um, All right, we got to we got to get something that really narrows it down here, Dave. Shit. Uh, what did you say about wave shooting? You didn't ask that question, so I didn't say anything. I thought you asked. Do it. Oh, ask if oh, it's wave shooter. Oh, ooh. No, but did we ask if it's on rails yet? No, but I asked if it was a rhythm game. It wouldn't be pistol whip. No, but Dext. Is it on rails? It is not on rails. Ah, mm. shit. Dext would have been like, dude, Dext would have been a crazy fucking pick. Uh, I thought for a minute. Bill Ramey. Tough had a one, Brian. Um, one more question and then a guess. Left. Yeah. Um, oh, ask, it... about, ask about vehicles. Ask about vehicles. Don't ask about vehicles. Oh, is don't it... ask about vehicles. Don't do that. Shit. I like the... Uh... Oh, wait. Oh, I got one. Can I ask this? Oh, it'll be our last one, won't it? Fuck. Yeah. I I'm thinking about say... going for the Spider-Man thing. Does that even count? I mean, I don't... what I was going to say is like... And I'm not asking this. I'm throwing it over to AJ to see if we ought to ask this. <laughs> Andrew Bailey's fucking Just to awesome. be clear. We'll get your tip Just after, to be the, clear. after the game. Hop, hop along. Hop along. Maybe. Because that's 45 seconds. Full locomotion. 45, 45 seconds. seconds. Yep. Uh, oh, it does have full locomotion. You're right. Yeah, is like it a wave shooter? Locomotion. Is it a what? A wave, wave shooter. shooter. No, it's not a wave shooter. You got to guess. Damn it. I thought we asked that already. Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. Dude. I uh, actually, you want to get a Spider Man experience? I think. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. What's pointing you to that? We didn't get anything. We got. Yeah, no, we, we got we have moves, no clue. And we it's got just going to be shooting in the dark. And it doesn't cost shooting in the dark. That's a pretty good hint. Shooting in the dark. I'm not. Oh my God! Ten seconds. Is it until dawn? Rush of blood, bro. No, 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 no. Don't ask that. Six seconds. Why not? He said shooting in the Three, dark. That's a two. clear hint. No, it's it was no. the American Dream. It's not the American Dream, guys. Damn it! What, what the it? fuck was it? Nothing's better than sitting around the table, playing oh, some cards, kill you. and oh, shooting oh, your friends no. in the bullet, face with bullet, bullet roulette. roulette. That's Good right. God, that it, was we should have asked one. if it was multiplayer. There we got to yeah. ask if it's fucking multiplayer. That would have right. got yeah. us there. That was, that was a tough wow. one. I didn't, I didn't see anyone in the oh, chat man. even remotely close this time no. around. This was this God, was a tough damn. one for sure. And you like again, that was good. stump us. Again, like, was I good. thought I was the guy who stumps, and yeah, now you're the guy who stumps. Because again, it's, I don't think anybody who plays it goes, "Oh, this is like a quality, refined game with a lot of polish." But you play it, and it's still fucking fun, you know. So like that's why it was so divisive. I didn't want to like count that question. We're gonna give a shout out to a couple people. People here in the chat, Andrew Bailey with the five dollar, uh, sorry, five quid tip says this episode's and stuff counter. I love that we got somebody oh, out there God. spending their time Stop. doing this. Brian zero, Dave five, AJ seven. AJ retains the <laughs> crown. Good job, AJ, and thank you, Andrew. <laughs> we also got a win. Let's <laughs> get Donatello dreaming about PSVR two game cap with a ten dollar tip. Says big congrats to PSVR without parole for breaking the news on NGVR and getting the credit Brian deserves. Great times, my friends. Yeah, shout yeah, out to man. everybody out there who 
uh, who sourced yeah. without parole and said, you know, the, 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 and, and called us a reliable source uh, and you know, said a lot of good things about the channel in the process. That was uh, yeah, yeah, man. Co IGN, okay. Kotaku, GameSpot. Yeah, that's dude. why these are the. That's Crazy. why these. The you know, say what you want CNET, about them, dude. All these yeah, big publications. Yeah. CNET, TechRadar. Yeah, say what I'm, you want about these guys. In the but International they Business Times. International <laughs> yes. Business Times. Yeah. These are why these guys are where they are, though, because they are very thorough. They're very professional at the end of the day when it comes to, like, reporting on stuff, at least, journalism. But, yeah. Well, half of them. Good on you. Congrats. It was shocking the number of people. Like, I mean, I found sites that I've never even heard of before, you know, giving us credit. It was really, like, there was only about two sites total that I saw, like, didn't give us credit. And I was like, it's all good, man. It's all good. You know, you do your job the way you want to. I'm going to make sure that we always do our job over here the way that we think it should be done and always cite our sources and, and do what we need to do. Somebody was like, oh, you didn't cite your sources when you reported the news. I was like, because our sources I, I can't. Would, I'm, they're going to get would never killed. work with Sony again. <laughs> they're going to get killed. <laughs> right. right. Like, what the fuck? Like some, some secret agents from Sony are going to show up yeah. with guns and shit no and take way, them down. It's like, yeah, that's uh, – but anyway, guys. I think it's just a power in numbers thing because so many people corroborated the same yeah. info. That that's it's it. like, yeah. Well, yeah. Big yeah. shout out to Upload. Who, who did, Upload VR did uh, have our backs there, so big shout out to them. Uh, who kind of gave us a little saying like, hey, we know these guys. We know they don't mess around. That's not how they work. And and thanks to all the cats, too, for, uh, yeah. for you know, spreading the message as well. Yeah, I saw, I saw you guys out there in yeah. like, you know, in, in underneath the, in the comments of any of these other stories. You know, people were all talking about without parole and, and giving us shout outs and stuff. So thank you guys very, very much. This is one of the greatest communities ever. And if you don't know how great the community is, then maybe. Maybe you haven't joined our Discord. You should click that link in yep. the description below and join our Discord because that is where all the coolest cats hang out. Again, that's where tonight's and every night's box VR session gets organized. That's where the multiplayer meetups happen. Shout out to Professor Lola. Thank you for making that happen. Uh, also, want to give a shout out to all the moderators who stick around here and make sure that everything runs smoothly on the channel and over on Discord. Super smooth. You'd never even know it was happening behind the scenes, but they kick ass. They're awesome. I love you guys so much. Uh, also, uh, Miles Dyer, who runs our Instagram account. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Jay Meow, who is taking care of uh, getting our website up and running, and that's why our stuff is on Spotify, because he's awesome. And of course, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, the guy who puts timestamps in the show, because Jesus, I can only imagine how long it takes to do that sometimes. You're awesome, and thank you so much. And don't forget, uh, go, go, go find his call-in show. Uh, over on Discord, you'll find the link oh, in yeah. Discord. I'm, I'm definitely calling in. I'm <laughs> totally calling in. It's I, 10 p.m. Eastern. I will be there. I might not be uh, cognizant because I'm sleep deprived, as I said, but I will be there. And a final shout out to Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten with the $2 tip says, load the bung and cue the cat. Cue the cat. Yeah, cat I want to say have a wonderful weekend to Justin Cassidy. Donatello dreaming about PSVR 2 GameCat. Dream no more, my friend. It is on the horizon. Flame hat. The GameCat. Fire, fire, fire. Nihilus Ryan, the game feline. Uh, GC13. Life after cat. Thank you so much. Tiffany, congrats on finally getting Aftershocks out. Cannot wait to play it and share it and hold it and cuddle it and snuggle it wow. and tuck it in at night. Oh, wow. Bring it to it's, it's, it's warm milk. It's and, and, and watch choke it and bleed it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and bury it Whoa, in the backyard right. where no one will ever oh, find it. Like I'm going to see you and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Game Cat Deathly, the subterranean death cat, my favorite game cat name adjacent. Uh, RG, peace sign to you as well. Mzadi, bye to you. Kaisan, fist bump to you. Secrets of, good to see you, my friend. LC2552 beats the musical Game Cat. You still in the countryside, holding it down? Keep dropping, scrapping those beats, dog. Dan Keeper, Nick Mulow, uh, trusty mod in the house tonight. Thank you so much. Dan Keeper with a little mouse. Little mouse. Uh, where's Quill? Little I need mouse, mouse, little mouse right on the now. prairie. 
uh, Decepticon GG to you too, homie. Johnny Ripe on the Stray Cat. Uh, we're still we're, we're still gonna have to have a talk with Johnny at some point. Doozy oh, wow. Cat, two sites blacklisted because they didn't source us. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Alexander Jimenez, thank you so much. It was a good guess saying Iron. I mean, uh, you, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a hard one. You always uh, do the ethnic name. Jimenez. PSVR, what's up, dude? Good to see you. Big Gustavo boy. Yes, we talked about Saints and Sinners. You can just rewind it and talk about it. It's hype levels, maximum stuff. Space Denison, you will always be Void Cat to me. We need to play some Farpoint sometime as well. Gabriel 004, the license to meow game cat. Meow, 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 meow. Justin Cassidy. Guys, you have a wonderful weekend. Ash VR, the groovy game cat. If I if I had one suggestion, AJ, I'd say say the the names that sound like white people, like a like a white like like George Star Kiefer, Dan Kiefer, Emily Baxter, not gonna end well. Just in case, I was thinking Pistol Whip as well until until the whole Royal Trudeau thing. Ashville, the attack cat. Asked, is it an experience? That was a good question, guys. You have a wonderful weekend. Love you guys so much on Discord.